Ladies and gentlemen, the Reverend John Wheeler podcast is not coming out as normal this week. Uh, I recorded an entire podcast with uh, my producer, Bill, and uh, only to discover that I had I'd, I'd tried a little something extra. I tried to put a little something extra in there for daddy. And um, I rigged up a nicer camera. I mean, it was just my phone, but it's certainly nicer than the... Uh, the camera on an iPhone 8 Plus, as old as it may be, is, is a lot nicer than the the webcam on, like, a 2015 MacBook Pro. Uh, by quite a bit, actually. And it's a trick I had used before. Um, and I figured, you know, I fixed some things up. I made it a little bit more streamlined, so I was able to, to kind of add that to the visual component. And I'm willing to bet you're thinking, hey, so the video didn't work. You can still put it out. No, that's the problem. The video worked perfectly. The problem was, is I, it was the same camera with the same app and the same settings as before, but for some reason, it sort of reset this default to the camera audio is getting picked up at the same time as the microphone audio, and it kind of created this echoey slapback mess effect that we you know couldn't hear while recording but definitely when i listen back and it's all on one channel there's nothing you can do like this hour of ranting and raving and being kind of funny having some good energy having some good times making some good points it's unlistenable it sounds like shit like i'm gonna hang on to it so if anyone ever actually is like i really wonder what you were talking about uh you know we can listen to it someday knowing full well but it was the 10th episode so we're gonna have to do a different 10th episode or maybe this will be the 10th episode for this special 10th episode there's twice as much sound see how dumb that is yeah I, I was gonna put it out anyway and just do that but i mean this thing gets like a handful of listens so i i really think it would be counterproductive at this point it would, you know the episodes get at most what like 10 listens and then it's like you get to the you, know, you go to the newest one, it sounds like garbage like that's I mean, I'm dealing in potential listeners that are like one person that I might know, but I would like for them to get hooked into it and continue to listen. So I don't really want to put them off by making horrible sounding crap. You know, I, I understand I've done some things where I'm like, I don't care how bad it is, like whatever. But here's the deal. You can make stuff that's like the jokes are stupid. It drones on. Maybe it's pointless. Maybe it looks a little like shit. But I've learned both from others and sort of experienced myself, and this does make sense, that people will watch something where the video quality is kind of crappy, but if the audio quality is bad, they're out. And it can look beautiful. And if it sounds all muffled and shitty and you can hear someone's shirt ruffling, you know, like a laptop microphone, like you just turn it off. And if you think about what I'm describing, you've done it. You've seen something where maybe the thumbnail looks pretty clear, but then you listen to it and it's just all, yes, what do you want to figure out? And you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not listening to that. So I'm not trying to, you know, propagate more of that. And I'm not even trying to go, well, I'll, I'll uh, you know, I'll put a little, a little disclaimer in there. It's like, nobody needs to, nobody needs to care. I'm going to put this out as a placeholder. So I didn't put out nothing, but. Yeah, and what did you miss out on? Maybe I'll just touch on a few things so you can really know that it's not that upsetting in the long scheme of things that you didn't get to hear it. Uh, I'm off my medication. That was a thing. 
uh, which is actually a positive because it was just fucking me up. I've tried two different things. I, I've, I've essentially been long gaming my doctor because I know what I need. I know that I need an as-needed anti-anxiety thing. But when you have never gone to the doctor and you're trying to build a relationship, like, you know, at 41, you know, with a, with a regular physician, they're not just going to give you Xanaxes. They just don't want to do that. And it's fine. They probably shouldn't. But ultimately, and those, those go really wrong for lots of people, but SSRIs and things are not what I need. And I'm not depressed. I just get anxious. Sometimes I get nervous on airplanes. Or when I have a panic attack when I'm trying to go to sleep at night. And not every night. But sometimes I don't want to try to stuff it down with some brown, you know. I, I just I just want to, you know, be sober for a while. And I get an, an anxiety that I can't, I can't do breathing exercises. You just can't. It's like physical symptoms of a panic attack. You can't be like, well, have you tried practicing a little bit of gratitude? Like, no, 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 no. Like, when it's, when it's mirroring like a faux heart attack... Because your your brain is just in a shit spiral. Yeah, I get it. You know, I understand the world. I understand myself. For better or for worse. It's not like I'm like, oh, I keep forgetting to breathe. No, it's not that. But anyway, so I'm getting closer to that being the case. And the SSRIs and stuff, they were making me fat. Making my wiener not work quite as good. They're making me sad. Making me have nightmares. Like, it, it just... And a whole bunch of other things, like my hands were shaky. I'm like, I'm not that big of a drunk. And yeah, I, I went off of that, and it's like, I look four years younger just all of a sudden. And I'm not even, you know, that was like Alexa said that. And I, I was, so, I, you know, I hooked up the higher def camera. I'm like, oh, I don't look so fucking terrible. So we could, you know, I'm not going to hide behind the lo-fi quality of this thing anymore. I was like, hey, I'm looking good. Oh, yeah, I was also bitching about, um, I did successfully get added to the, uh, the neighborhood association. My delve into local politics is beginning to start, and that's all very positive, but I was sort of reporting on, on what I ran into, and it was mostly people talking about how much bigger it used to be. It was like a, you know, someone that throws a concert for your band and you drive an hour out of town. It's like, well, man, last year there was 500 people here. Now there's like less than three. As if, And they, you know, those people are making that up. The, uh, the city people, I think, were telling the truth, and I think it was 100% COVID. They were like, yeah, there'd be like 50 people at these meetings, and now there's like the seven people that are sort of on the board that I got added to. But it's because there are these hybridized Zoom meetings, and I think I'm... It's like, I'm willing to say that doing things over Zoom completely sucks ass, and I don't think we're going to die if we have meetings. Like, people are going to Rammstein concerts, and they're fine. So it's like you don't think you can have 10 people in one office room to actually have a conversation that isn't full of technical errors and you can't hear people and what? You're talking over each other and it's awkward and it makes, gives everyone anxiety, especially me. I just went on this long tirade that I feel like people are kind of in this dual duality where, and I've discovered this a lot, particularly talking to people in the neighborhood. There's, there's, what there's become a lot of is people being like, oh yeah, you know, gotta do the right thing. COVID, blah, blah, blah. And then they, they take you aside and whisper. There's a lot of taking you aside and whispering in the world right now, I've noticed. And, and you know, and it's kind of like, I honestly, I, I, I don't think anyone's going to get sick. I don't think anyone's going to get hurt. But, I mean, you know, I just can't. I don't want people to see me being the kind of people. And it's like you're acquiescing to about 11, 15-year-olds on Twitter that are, you're not getting canceled from the Neighborhood Association. All right? You're not an actor on Disney+. Plus. I think... We don't have to listen to people who like are like, I really kind of like not ever having to make eye contact. I'm like, that's fine. 
and they can stay home and we'll rig up a, a, a phone and a camera for them or whatever. Like we can make we can we can make it work, but we all don't have to do that. We could get together. We can get together in a beer hall and listen to someone really motivated like me yell and work everyone up into a lather and get some real change and community going. Because again, this um what is that in prison, solitary confinement? It's like the cruel and unusual. Like states that have the death penalty outlaw solitary confinement. So obviously isolation is clearly a thing that just fucks people up. And I don't care that it's like, yeah, but you can still kind of do it over Zoom. It's weird. It's disconnected. It makes you ignore problems and not get involved and go, you know, I think I'll just skip it. It's such a pain in the ass. And, you know, I, I'm a I'm a fairly tech-savvy old guy, and it drives me insane. And, and it just gets worse from there with people where they're like, I, they don't know how to set the VCR not to blink 12, let alone get something hooked up. Now, when I showed up at this thing, you know, there's some people in a room connected to other people via whatever. I got it to work right away, but then it was like everyone else around me again, who I don't think loved the idea of trying to half hybrid zoo. They would just rather sit and talk to someone for real. And yeah, I don't see why we can't, but they were having an impossible time logging in. And I'm like trying to help. I'm like, God damn it. This is what we're spending. No wonder no one wants to go to these, but I learned a lot of good things about the neighborhoods growing in a positive direction and thing. A lot of local businesses, a lot more actual homeowners and, whatever people who are uh, coming here to stay, maybe raise their kids, you know, and the, the, the truth of the matter is if you're breezing through and living in an apartment, you, you, you don't care. And that's fine. Why should you? I never did. But if it's a place that has an overwhelming amount of people that are like, you know, they're going to be here for a while, you want them engaged. So I figure now is the time and I'm going to probably have to give some impassioned speeches about how we need to you know, without throwing anyone under the bus, stop listening to everyone who is having way too much fun Telling everyone that we don't have to make eye contact or shake hands or leave the house ever again anymore, ever. Like, yeah, we. Yeah, I agree. We probably could have done a better job early on and 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 really actually stay home and not protest the barbershop being closed with AR-15s. Yeah, that was a bad idea, too. But you can't step in the same river twice. We've learned. We've grown. We're all, like, I got all these vaccines. I've, I've got, like, set three shots are those for nothing? Like, I'm just going to get those and then just still do everything over Zoom? It doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, I absolutely will get another one, too. But here's the deal. Here's the deal, everyone. I'm making a deal with you. I'll get all the shots, but then I'm going to go talk to people in person and I'm not going to wear a mask because I that's what the shots are for. And some people, I mean, yeah, it's like, well, some people don't have a good immune system. It's like those people. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we're going to kill them, too. And they can zoom into the meeting. That's fine. But on a long enough timeline, the survival rate for everyone drops to fucking zero anyway. So it's like we can either cower under our blankets or we could, you know, be like, okay, look, yeah, if you're 80 years old and your immune system was removed because of radiation because you're fighting it, yeah, maybe you don't need to go to a, a neighborhood association meeting in person. That's fine. You do not have to do that. That is God telling you, I think that's enough going out. But yeah, everyone's in bars. Everyone just, generally speaking, wanders around like nothing's, you know, nothing's happening. Like it's, it, it's everyone kind of moves forward as if there's not COVID anymore. And I've noticed that that has caused literally nobody to get COVID or certainly not to die from it or get really fucked up from it. It's mostly a few people I know of like, I think I might have COVID, but I'm not sure. I might just have a cold. I don't know. And maybe they did. But they had that after you know, 
again, we've, like after crowd surfing, it's like I might have gotten a cold. It's like, yeah, I would get the flu every single time I'd go and be in like the mosh pit of a concert. It took me a while to realize that you only get sick that often if you're just bathing in a thousand other people's sweat and boogers. Yeah, of course. Of fucking course you get sick from doing that. That's just the way it goes. And at this point, this thing, you know, again, looking back, I'm like, yeah, we, we took the precautions and we should, that's good that we did, but now we did all the things and it's time to like meet up in person. So I bitched about that a lot. I bitched about a lot of things, but mostly it was pretty positive where I'm just, you know, I'm out of my meds and I'm out of my mind and I'm running for city council. Let us in. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And yeah, I don't really remember what else I was saying since it's really off the cuff and I'm not recording this video wise just because I want to guarantee that it works and just be fucking done with it. So you get your little 15 minutes of me talking, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think generally speaking, I'm going to just try to pick this up next, next week and it, it, you know, it is easier to have. You know, I, I appreciate people like Bill Burr and stuff who don't even have someone in the room helping them. But I, I find that it, it, you know, as much as I don't go the guest model and I just go the rant model on these things, I believe that having someone sitting there that I might not even really be talking to, but maybe to laugh at me or to look something up, it does help. It does help carry what shouldn't last for 10 minutes into a solid hour of stuff that's, I think, fairly entertaining. But, yeah, minus that. I'm not going to, you know, Bill's got things to do. Well, probably, I don't know, maybe, but it, he's at least pretending he does, and I'm going to respect that and <laughs> not make him come all the way back out. And, um, yeah, oh, yeah, I was talking about uh, we discovered how the uh, the fantastic meat deals at the the North Market. And it's also, like, a really cool, like, locally sourced kind of co-op-y grocery store that's, like, a short... You could almost walk, but then you might buy a watermelon, and that walk back is going to be rough. But you know, it's, a, it's a short drive. But I kind of, we also found like a cool coffee shop over there called The Get Down. It's kind of um, old school hip hop themed and really nice. And uh, it's like a locally, uh, they specifically say black owned business. And it's real cool. And it's connected to a real nice barbershop, too, which actually I'm thinking, you know, whenever I can't can't get my friend Meredith to cut my hair for one reason or another. I, I, that might be the place to go because I'll bet they do a good fade. And again, they're just right there. And it's a local business. I, you know, I, I prefer give my money to things here because trickle-down economics doesn't work. And if you don't know why they even ever started lying about that, it was partially to you know make regular idiots think that giving giant you know, tax breaks to billionaires is going to help them eventually somehow. I mean, yeah, that was part of the scam. But the other part of the scam is there was such a time when just about every business was local, like the giant monopolization of everything being a Walmart or an Amazon. If you really think about it, you might spend thousands of dollars buying shit from Walmart and Amazon, but then they also end up being the only place to work. And you just, yeah, it's definitely a trickle. You just get that back $12 an hour at a time. And so it's like, and all the money just goes away and it just comes back in the form of minimum wage work. And people, you know, I think that was the promise. They were like, well, we won't let that happen. And then they did. But you can kind of fight that a little bit by going like, I'm going to buy the meat from the farmer that's just right over here. And I'm going to get my hair cut by Larry, who lives down the street. I'm not going to give it to some giant corporation. who they, you know, they keep my haircut money and pay the person cutting my hair just a little tiny piece of it. I'd rather just give them the whole thing. And, uh, yeah, 
I've gotten, I've definitely gotten into the local thing uh, recently. I mean, it helps when you live somewhere cool that has local things. I understand that if you're someone listening to this that actually lives in some weird rural area and all there is is Walmart, uh, you know, yeah, that sucks. And I, if you want to bitch at hipsters for telling you to shop local when you absolutely can't, I understand that because that is stupid because a lot of people can't see past their own nose. And, uh, you know, I get that that's super annoying. And I'm not doing that. But if you, you know, if you live in Minneapolis, in uptown or downtown or over north or somewhere, you have tons of opportunity to actually, you know, keep keep the money flowing kind of, you know, in your own area. And it only makes your area nicer. And uh, and you got to live there. So you want it to be nice. It's like, are you making it nice for other people while you do it too? Sure. But you could be both selfless and selfish at the same time. I don't know why people don't understand that. Be like, yeah, but if you make the world a better place, then you're going to end up living in a better world. Actually, that is a good idea. Yeah, see? That's my whole point with that. And I'd be like, yeah, you can just do it because you want to live in a better world. You don't have to lie. You don't have to be like, I just want the little babies to grow up happy. It's like, I know you don't give a fuck, and that's okay. But you can just be like, listen, I don't want to live in a dump. So how about we work together to make this less of a dump? Is that selfish? Yes. Does it work for everyone, though, in the process? It sure does. Is that what my thing is? Well, I'm not bringing it up for no reason. All right, well, anyway, this has been sort of a little uh, mini episode because the real episode got all fucked up due to my uh, technological incompetence, which is yet another argument for not doing everything over Zoom anymore like a bunch of scared little idiots because, yeah, I'm very tech-savvy and I still fuck everything up. Lots of other people are even less tech-savvy, so it's just a hopeless nightmare. But you know what they can do? Wander into a VFW hall and sit in a folding chair and yell their opinions and concerns at a speaker. That is that is a thing that we know works. All you have to do is be able to find the parking lot. That is also more than some people can handle. I understand that. But you can't win them all, can you? Good night, everybody. The Reverend John Wheeler podcast takes zero responsibility for the words, actions, or ideas of its host, guests, or listeners. Though the people on the screen may at times be speaking directly to you and may occasionally give you direct calls to action, neither Reverend John nor the Alchemical Cocktail Lounge are under any moral or legal obligation to answer for the potentially disastrous repercussions that may arise if you are stupid enough to actually follow the orders of a raving lunatic. Think for yourself and do whatever you want because you're on your own. If anyone ever tries to sue this podcast, black SUVs will converge on your location in the darkness of night and you will never be seen again. Remember to like and subscribe.